Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, what we call Cracking a Cold One. It's your, your fearless hosts, Joxie and Degs. We're here to go ahead and give you uh, our fourth episode on the, MB- on the NBA. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get things started. Cheers, Cheers buddy. buddy. If you're watching uh, the, the YouTube this week, um, we are, well, I'm fasting alcohol for the month of January. Well, starting as of January 8th, because I know our first episode this month that we, I, we, we did, did crack, crack one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... But January 8th, um, started my 21 days until uh, the end of the month. Um, essentially, until the end of the month. That's what we do like with, with church, start of, start of the year. So, yeah. Fasting alcohol for the remainder of the, the month. And uh, yeah, so we're drinking some sodas. Yeah, now I'm I'm uh I'm pretty much following that. I mean I've had a glass of wine or two, uh, but yeah, I've stayed away uh from drinking like I was in December. That's for sure. Um, did a, did a little too much with the holidays, but it was a good time. But yeah, back to the grind of uh you know being being a little more healthy. Yeah, uh, more moderation. And uh, we still want our 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 partnership with with uh. Stateside, stateside. First, side. yeah, we just, we just need a little but break. We just need a little break right now. We just have to. It's not that it's not delicious. It yeah. is refreshing, spectacular. But try to be a little bit healthier, not consume alcohol. Yeah, uh, you know, for a little bit here. So. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm good. Glad it's the weekend. We have a three day weekend. I do at least. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, so yeah, banks are closed, so I'm closed. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Nothing, I, I, sometimes I'm like, nothing's better than sleeping in on a Monday. You know what I mean? I, I always like flirt with the idea of like, what would I rather want? Fridays off or Mondays off? I'm a Monday guy. I think I, I think I would like Mondays off. Fridays in theory, yes, but I just feel like Fridays are always partly fun or you just know the next. You end the day. You end the the week off on a good note, and you're like already in high spirits. Like it's right. almost like nothing can go ahead and like knock you off because you're just like, oh, it's Friday. Correct. Yeah. No, I exactly. Yep. Uh, with Mondays, you know they're a little tougher. They're usually the hardest day of the Sluggish. week. Sluggish. So it's like you know, you you don't have to <laughs> something about knowing everyone else is working on a Monday and I'm not. Uh, it's a good feeling in my opinion. And one of the things that I've been like wanting to do is become a little bit more like consistent with like waking up earlier, you know, doing the right things when it comes to, uh, you know, just this whole new year, not saying whole new year, new me, but yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to have a, a little bit of a different routine and get into a, a better, a better routine. And, um, yeah, I mean it, it's tough. I will say that there, there, it's a struggle sometimes when that alarm goes off at like six fifteen, six twenty, and you're just yeah. like, "Do I want to wake up right now? Do I want to snooze?" Right. Um, but that's life. Yeah, that's that's life. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, we're gonna go ahead and dive right in into what we have for a very exciting episode. Um, one of the things I will say is that uh, I'm gonna try to. Upload 
our third episode uh, to to YouTube again. For some odd reason, they keep on saying that there's copyright issues. Not sure what copyright issues we have, YouTube, but cracking a coal one is us. <laughs> that right there is us. And I've always said the TV behind us. So I know. Don't hate. I don't I appreciate. Don't get it. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> We'll try to figure it out, but it's, we it's, will. it's strange we will. for sure. But we're always going to make sure the, to you know subscribe to our YouTube. We also have these uh, episodes as well to on um, Spotify and uh, on Apple Music, anywhere you can essentially have, you know, find a podcast. Um, so if you can't find this episode on YouTube for any reason, definitely go to one of those other avenues as well and check us out. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get started. It's been a, um, a very, very exciting NBA season so far, you know, with a lot of unexpected uh, things that are happening with the Sixers, more more in particular. So, you know, I uh, I want to tip my hat off to, to Nick Nurse for really just coming in here and he's, you know, had a vision for the team. And it's all panned out. He's figured Tobias Harris out, most importantly. Yeah, he's playing at a high level right now. Uh, I mean, coming into the year, if you told me that they'd be sitting, you know, a three seed, you know, what what are we at? A little, maybe a third of the year in, like, I wouldn't believe you. So it's, he's definitely doing a phenomenal job with with what he has with with the roster. Somebody said last night on, um, on on Instagram, it was on uh, Tobias Harris's – when the Sixers, they posted his, like, 37 points. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, 37 points for that $37 million that he's getting. Yeah, please. You got to give us a few of those then, at least. God. He's been – he's he's actually been, you know, for the past month, so saying literally from January 12th. Mm-hmm. From to December twelfth mm-hmm. of twenty twenty three, I I can go back and look at his numbers, but he's probably averaging about like eighteen to nineteen points. He he's, he's had a few games here there. He's like twenty five, right? You know, which I I did not expect. I did not expect that from him this year. He he's having a good season overall. I think. I mean, he came into the season hot. He did have a little cold, cold spell uh, for a little bit, but no, he, he's for the most part, uh, he, he's playing at a high level, scoring the basketball. Uh, you know, I, I, I think they need to win a little more without Embiid. I, I know that the knee injuries, you know, he's dealing with swelling and whatnot, and yeah. and, and and it's gonna be, it's got to be like that, right? Harrison is gonna have to be the second fiddle to Maxi and, and have nights like that. I think as he gets more comfortable. Nurse is going to figure out ways to make that a consistent thing. Yeah, um, and then just just the role players do it, <clears throat> doing their job. Looking at this right now, um, Tobias Harris so far this season is averaging seventeen point nine points, so eighteen points we can say, eighteen points, six rebounds, and three assists. The last time that he's done that, which was 2020, 2021, 19 and a half points, seven. You know, seven rebounds, mm-hmm. three and a half assists. These these years, he was, I think, at his strongest. Uh, from 2018 to 2019, 
or no, 2018 to 2021, I'm sorry. Um, those were his strongest years with, with the Sixers. Of course, 2018, 2019 was the year that he got traded to the Sixers. Right. Um, but he averaged 18 points that, that season. Uh, 2019, 2020 averaged practically 20 points. Um, it was 19.6. So we're going to, we're just going to round up on that one. And then 2020, 2021, he had, he had, uh, 19.5 points. So what I'm saying is, is he's improved, in my opinion, to his efficiency. He's, I think, a lot smarter this year. He's become a lot smarter with his, his shot taking because, and he's been a little bit more aggressive too in the paint. Um, that that's one of the things that I that I've noticed with him. He he's definitely flourishing. You know he's he's been able to to, to step up and, and flourish under Nick Nurse, but also when Joel Embiid is is out as well. He yeah he he the stats have always been there, but I think this year he's passing the eye test. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he looks a lot more comfortable. He was he's been very hesitant over the last so many years with Brown and Doc at the helm when he's been yeah. with them. He 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 does he never he just never looked comfortable. I think that was one of the downfalls of, of the team is you know, they didn't know at times should I be looking for a shot or not. Right. You know, and, and he's he like you say, much more aggressive, much more efficient. Uh I th- you know, when his name's being called upon this year, you know, he, he He's doing his job. Where in years past, I'm not gonna lie, it's frustrated me. You yep. know what I mean? Um, so I, I love what I see. He does a lot for us on the defensive end too, low key. You know what I mean? He, you know, plays some, you know the big boys and has to keep up with some of the fa- fast forwards as well, athletic forwards. So yeah, I think I think it's a combination of this nurse. You know, be, being being the mastermind he is, just unlocking him, Maxi. Obviously, you know, playing at an elite level, J- Joe. Joe too. I mean, he's playing unselfish basketball, yet his stats are even better. I mean, in his own right, with scoring of the basketball. Joe has the best stats of his career right now. So I think Nurse has a lot to do with that. He he just he just absolutely does. And, and, and the team is is it's well built right now. You know, to to what they have, we we got to have Joe healthy in the lineup. So if he's got to take time off, you know, I I hate it because you know you want continuity and whatnot, but. The team, I think, is built for it. They need – there's some wins. They went on a little cold streak that they should have had, but they got to figure out a little more. The role – you know, they got to figure out what role players too are, are, are more of aggressors when, when, yeah. when he's out. And looking at the schedule right now, this – over this season, Tobias has had one game that he's played good against Boston. He's, that's the team he's got to show me. And that's where – that was going to be my next thing, as I was going to say, is that um, these these games that he's that he's having are are great, but if you're not having them against the best teams and that that are holding us back from literally contending to, for like he had 17 points the last time that we played we played Boston right, so he was a plus three um, on on the on the board. Looking at before that, they played November fifteenth, and he was a minus ten. That's what minus ten. He that's when they lost that game. And let's see how many points. Now he had sixteen points, uh, but it also goes by obviously the minutes that he's playing and just like the turnovers that he's having in this game. Um, 
it just has to it has to translate when it when is, you're when it. you're playing these teams it has to translate the first time they played Boston they only had 14 points um that's not going to cut it you got to in my opinion the 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 37 points that he had against Sacramento that's not going to happen again right but what i am expecting what i am expecting against Boston you have to put up at least 20 i want to honestly about between 20 20 and 23 points 20 plus yeah it's got to be 20 plus you know i'm not asking for too much but it needs to be 20 plus he has a tendency when he plays those teams to to overthink you know and just not play the way that we've we've been talking about right the, well they're the, smart because they throw jalen brown on him and jalen brown the size obviously the eye test is there like you see them and jalen brown's so much bigger yeah. than, than than tobias but jalen brown is not no slouch and can guard the hell out of like every time he he guards Tobias, I feel like Tobias just he he ends up like just folding. Yeah, that that team definitely's had his number for the most part. I mean, they know how to how to contain him and make him uncomfortable. So that so I agree with you is I want smart smart shots, smart decision making, an impact an impactful game. You know, what yeah. I mean, twenty plus, or if you're not doing that, then you better be doing a hell of a job on the defensive end and and, and stopping Tatum and company. You know yeah. what I mean? Now on the flip side. Um, the one thing that we are confident in is our boy Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, man, he looks win or lose, he's looking phenomenal. I mean, he's doing his part. Tyrese Maxey has definitely become that guy. Um, it's like I texted you the other night. I was like, he's him. Um, when they played against Atlanta, which listen, at, that game was BS because those refs. I think everybody in the NBA looked at that and they were like, that is a bullshit. Call. Well, it's one of those things like when you're in such a tight game, they're in overtime. He has five fouls. Okay. Oh, for... I was talking about in the first before overtime. He went up for a bucket. Oh well. Sorry. No, no, no. that the the uh, he should talking, got free throw. You're talking about the, the the when he drove into the hole and he got smacked. Right. Yes. Before regulate. Yeah. He yes. Got, mm-hmm. Sorry. And mm-hmm. that's where I think. Because Nick Nurse, he he, challenged, he challenged a play a, a call before that and and lost it. Right, and people were like, he probably should have held on to his challenge because of this reason. Yeah, even even in in, in overtime, you know that could have been right. That could have um, been a, been a challenge that he could right. he could have threw in there. No, but now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah no yeah, that yeah. that is that is such a that's a, that's a great point. That that drive into the hole. Uh, I mean, if you look at that play several times, he gets smacked. Right. I mean, the guy's on slant, hit, yeah, yeah. Like, like, come on. So, and there's a ref right there. I I don't understand these 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 refs. Sometimes when they're literally right there in front of these guys, like just make the call, make the right call, make the right call. You know, dude, you saw it, yeah. Um, and then going into overtime, the Sixers were cooking the Hawks, right? Maxi more in particular, he was, he was heating up. <laughs> that he dunk. was going off. Yeah. Oh, that my gosh. I was like, I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> I'm thinking he's going up for a layup, and then he just Yam. continues rising up. It, it was strong, dude. He got up. Yeah. He would have kept floating up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. He he was he got that up three there. right after that. I was like, man, that's well, what that, you that, that was three like, was like from Tim Buck two that he <sighs> shot from, and 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 everybody was just like, my goodness, like this. The ball can be in his, in his hands at the end of the game, and and 
that's the great feeling yeah. is we've never had someone else like that with Embiid, maybe since Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I agree with you. Right, and 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 that's what we need, and 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 that's big for Tobias too. I'm gonna go throw a really big big word out there, or a really big name out there. I'm sorry, we haven't had somebody like this since Allen Iverson. Oh, for sure, as a guard, a hundred percent. The the excitement that you have in Philly when you see him come out there on that floor. Now this year, oh my gosh, man! It's it's like it's it's night and day from the previous years, and he talks about it on the uh, what's it called the million dollars worth of game um, podcast with with Gilly and Wallow, and he was essentially saying that he has a lot of vets that are in his corner that essentially like you know they they talk to him. They're like, yo, you gotta like you're too good you, to, you're, to you're hold too, back. Yeah, you're, you're this whole. Yeah, <laughs> cheesing. I'm cheesing. I'm cheesing. Yeah. I'm cheesing. Nah, you got to stop that. You got to. You got to be. You don't. Like, don't change yourself, but you got to be aggressive. You know. Yeah. You got to start like. You, you know, standing up for yourself on, the, the on that on that yeah. court. You know, yeah. and 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 definitely know that you're you're one of those leaders now on that on that team, and more in particular too. Shout out to Pat Bev. Did you hear the story from uh, after Miami? So they lose to Miami on Christmas Day. Pat Bev goes out to him and he says, you know, everybody's going to pat your back. They're going to tell you, you know, oh, I'm sorry that you, that, that you, um, you know, you lost, you lost the game. You didn't do too well, whatever. Right, Bert? He said, I'm not going to say that. He says, I'm going to tell you this straight up. You can't do it without Joel. <laughs> he says, so you need to go ahead and show us. Yeah, he challenged him. Next night he has four or two two games later he has forty points back to back, and they won the games. He's now stepped up to the point where I don't think I've ever seen this man like. There was a little Allen Iverson esque when I saw this on on the court where he goes up for a layup, gets the and one, and then he comes out and he's like, does the like swaying his arms uh, and yeah, then he's like yeah, putting yeah. his his hand up to his ear and I'm like, oh, I I literally had chills seeing that. Because as a kid watching AI, especially like in person, man, that was like when when he was running down the court and getting fouled, and then ah, and then putting his hand up to his ear, like bro, that whole stadium. As soon as he put his hand up to his ear, you it it almost like rose the decibels in that stadium. Like, well, you don't realize I, I never realized how spoiled we were with Allen Iverson. Going yeah. to those games live, I mean, you always know you were going to get a show. Yeah, you know, I mean, he it, he was one of those few players that just he's giving you a twenty piece minimum, and he's gonna and it's gonna be awesome. And uh, like you said, driving in the crowds, uh, the, the seats, Maxi is having that effect. I mean, Joe already had it. They're becoming a very likable pair, you know, and and it and it it is exciting. Uh, I think. Maxie, I don't think has even hit hit his hit his uh you know his limit yet. Yeah. Um, there's still so much that can be like you said. You see what he's doing without Joe you know, now uncovered there. You know, and and because I remember like even the off season when there was those talks like oh like Joe gets traded like and people were like oh well you gonna build around Maxie? You you definitely could. I'm not one thousand. You know, you, like you, you, you definitely yeah. could. But like it 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 all it's all working out the way it's supposed to. Uh, those two are going to be a great duo for years to come. Yep. Uh, and they just, you know, in in time, we have to trust Maury that the 
every, he's going to have all the right pieces around him yeah. you know, every year. They're still the best scoring duo in the, in the league. Yeah. You know, um, Joel still is the leading, leading, scorer. leading scorer in the whole entire league right now. Um, I know he's out, but I mean that right now this team, this team is flourishing. Um, you know, I have some stats that they're, you know, the the Sixers as a whole are six in scoring and then they have, uh, their third in points differential behind, uh, Boston and OKC, which good company, very good company because OKC is one of those teams. I tell you this much next year, even two years from now, that's going to be probably the best team in the West. Not even probably. That is going to be the best team in the West. I don't see another team in the West right now. I mean, they be- have beating. all those draft picks. They're just going to be able to either keep trading for impactful players or draft quality players. Exactly. And they're so young now too. They're just they're kind of like fo- almost following in the footsteps of the Warriors, where they're they're just homegrown. So yeah. I do think that they they like thinking about it. Kind of going off off side off off topic um, with OKC, that would be I think a good team that Clay Thompson could go to, for and sure. Could give them like a lot the of vet extra leadership. He fits. He fits with with the now. Shooting. I if there's anything that I want, I want Clay Thompson in a Sixers, <laughs> Sixers uniform. So yeah. that's that's that. But you're on the money. That's that's a hundred percent the type of because they do need that another goes there. Yeah, and and propels them to the next step exactly and 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 that's what they need they're gonna need i mean they'll help they'll do well this year they're second in the west right now so whether they you know give or take that that spot they'll make a splash in the playoffs i think some of the veteran teams might be able to take them out i i think right now some of these veteran teams i mean like a lot of the teams in the west i mean i can see phoenix and denver obviously taking them out um clippers are playing great basketball right now yeah, I mean they they I mean they they are they are clicking um you know that that would be a good seven game series but I don't see like the Warriors I don't see the Lakers I don't see any of those other teams that are going to go ahead and like Warriors aren't going to make the playoffs dude. I, yeah they got to make they got to they got to go ahead and uh make a change but let's not spoil that that next topic um but or that that later topic I should say not next topic the later topic but one of the things I wanted to um you know chat about is the 2020 uh, NBA draft. The 2020 NBA draft is very, very interesting. It is. Looking at it today, there's definitely a lot of switches that would have to, I mean, a lot of changes that I think a lot of teams would, would make Oh yeah. Uh, today. One of the things I did not know, I did not know the Heat drafted Precious Achua. Oh yeah, right before right before Maxi and and that's always like a thing I see on Twitter where he fans are like we should like Maxi should be ours like and it's like man I can't imagine they're having so to deal greedy with draft, draft, so know. greedy they are come on now they like, are Maxi should have been ours go now literally like they were they were like he would have been he would have loved heat culture like they're very so the 2020 NBA draft just naming the top five. We have uh, Timberwolves is Anthony Edwards. Warriors drafted James Wiseman. Hornets drafted Lamelo. Bulls drafted Patrick Williams, and then Cavs drafted Isaac Okoro. Edwards obviously. Edwards out. would stay. Edwards yeah, he, obviously he stay. He panned out. Yep. 
Uh, Warriors would 1,000% probably be like, uh, let's go for LaMelo. Yeah, I must wonder what would happen if they did. You know, that Jordan Poole Poole is probably what really held him back. Yeah, and to think about that team, if they were to have LaMelo, okay, so LaMelo is obviously from California, and that obviously bears out for him and and things like that, Um, so he doesn't have to go like far. That would have been a great pairing with Steph. Um, I know that they have the Splash Brothers and, and so forth, but that that team needs to go ahead and, and change and, and make a switch. And we're going to go ahead and talk about that later on. But um, having Steph and LaMelo together, that would have been great. Steph, LaMelo, you still have Draymond. I think Draymond still plays a vital piece in that in, in, you know, in that defensive uh, team. I, but they still need to go ahead and make uh, – I think they, make, they need to make a change there. For sure. Now, LaMelo and, and, and Steph Curry definitely could, could have coexisted, uh, especially now what, you know, knowing what we know now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Wiseman hasn't panned out. You know, I, I, I personally wasn't huge on him coming out. I, I, I just, I had a bad feeling. Um, not saying I didn't think he should be a lottery pick or yeah. anything like that, but like one or two overall, I wasn't convinced. Uh, I definitely thought Lamella should have went too. Um, Patrick Williams has been an okay player. Uh, I don't know if he's number four. Overall, good, but he he's been a solid player. I do know that. And an Isaac Okoro, same type of thing. I don't think he's taken the step that they've ho- hoped. He's a good athletic defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, his offensive game's still just a little. Um, it needs to clean up a little bit. You yeah. know, it's it's just spotty, streaky. Um, so I'm not saying they necessarily struck out there. Um, obviously Tyrese Halliburton getting taken number 12 by the Kings is probably the steal of the draft. That's, that's huge. Should have been in the top, but obviously now he's, he's a pacer. I mean, the Kings, they, they have, they, they drafted a lot of guards like year after year after year. So, I mean, I think they they, needed to make a change over there at some point. They had the mindset of just drafting, I think the best available player. Yeah. They still have Davion too, right? They do. And in the end, I mean. It worked out for them. They yeah. got Sabonis. I mean, I know Halliburton is definitely an elite guard now, but it, it worked out for them. Right. So looking at this, I think Halliburton would have went earlier. Mm-hmm. Cole Anthony would have went earlier. Vassal would have went earlier. He's he's decent on the Spurs. Um, Maybe Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bay. Isaiah Stewart, I think, definitely would have went um, earlier, I don't think Sadiq Bay would have went earlier. Okay. Um, Sadiq Bay, yeah, he had some good years in in Detroit, but I he is who he is. Yeah, he okay. he is who he is. Maxi would have went. Maxi would have. I think. I I honestly think. Let's say that if people were to have the crystal ball and they were to see that Maxi would have been today top five, five. would have been top five for sure. Yep. Um, Maxi would have went. Or definitely in top ten, so he was Hampton. drafted at twenty one. Hampton would have been in the second round. RJ, yeah, RJ Hampton. Now there was a lot of hype coming out of the draft. I mean, coming be coming out of him, like out of, before. Out of the draft, at, yeah. You know, like you know how they give you an early prediction, yeah. like a year. To, he was supposed to be a top ten pick, exactly. So was I think Cole Anthony. Uh, there's a couple guys like that, uh, but yeah, no, him in particular was a very regarded high school player. Uh huh. Or what do you come from, Australia, wherever. Yeah. Emmanuel quickly. 
Emmanuel quickly Desmond Bain. would have went would have went earlier, and then Desmond Bain yeah. is another one. I I'm, I'm a big fan of Desmond Bain. I do like him a lot. Um, he pisses me off when he comes into 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 Philly because he always seems it torches. Goes off for like at least thirty plus or at least twenty five plus for sure. Um, Sixers draft Isaiah Joe that year. That was a good pick. Yeah, which I wish I I definitely wish we would have had Isaiah Joe still. Um, and then Paul Reed, fifty eighth overall. Yeah, that was a good pick. So the second round, there's not really many names here that that stick out to me. Nah, um, I mean, you have Kenyon Martin Jr. Xavier but he's really Tillman's not doing a anything. decent reserve for the Grizzlies. Um, no, nah, I mean Paul Reed, Trey Jones. I mean he's yeah, he's alright. Yeah, he's alright. Paul Reed might be the <laughs> one of the better better guys in the second round that we're taking. Basically, it looks yeah. like so good on Maury. Paul Reed, I love I love Paul Reed, man. Well, that wasn't Maury. Was that Maury's Maury's year? Yeah, yeah, that was Maury's first year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he drafted Maxi baby. Yeah, that's great. No, Paul Reed. I remember when he was um in the G League, and then he was the MVP in the G League. And yeah. I was just like, "Holy crap, no, we're about I, to have, we're about, we're about to have like somebody." Luckily, really Doc good. didn't ruin that. Yeah, because one guy, I, I, I'll stand on this hill that I, I really liked, um, that didn't work out with us was what, what was his name? Um, remember that big man? Um, God, he played in the G League too. I just lost his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, he plays for the Spurs right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh! On the tip of my tongue. Yep. God, Let's we're gonna look at the Spurs roster. Oh god. Because he actually became he's now he's now like a, a rotational player. I actually think he had a, a big injury and he might be out right now, but God, I Charles Bassey. Charles Bassey. I think he had some talent, man. I think he could have been another backup center that was homegrown, but Yeah, I mean Let's see here. I mean, he he got a good little contract from them too. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, he was a there was there was a lot of there was a lot of players. I think that Doc just essentially could not he go just ahead refused and, to play. And... Yeah, but now that's what we're seeing is with this team is that they're they're able to maximize talent, have like the depth there, right? You know. Um, which kind of goes into my next topic of let's play GM. So there's a lot of rumors, a lot of talks about several teams in the league with making potential trades or moves and and whatnot. And we're going to start obviously with our boys. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, lot of talks with, with, with Pascal. I don't want There's it. a lot of talks with Pascal and and you know it it's funny um cuz Gilly said this as well on on the Pat Bev podcast that he was like my opinion I don't want I don't want to trade. And I, and I it 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 feels as if for the first time I think all of Philly is all on the same page. None of the fans want a trade. Because they can they can see that this team is gelling. When everyone's healthy no, nah, I don't want to trade this year. I we we play good basketball. Play good basketball, have good rapport. So unselfish basketball. Oh my gosh, that's that's actually the biggest thing that that I've been hearing a lot too. 
defensive. Um, Tyrese Maxey said that he said that they they essentially have like a lot of unselfish uh, basketball that's that's being played this year. You know, they know obviously like the picking order and that, and that's where right they they needed to go ahead and establish that. You know, you have Joel, you have Tyrese, Tobias. Those are the, those are, that's the picking order. Um, but then from there, everybody else step up. Yeah, and everybody has stepped up. Ubre has been such a great addition. I think that's going to be such a that's going to be one one of those uh, additions that nobody's going to really like know the worth of it until the end of the season. They're going to talk about that again. I guarantee it. They're going to be like looking back on the Sixers getting Ubre and how it helped them to do X, Y, and Z, whatever that may be. Right? God, I would love for. A parade. Oh my god! <laughs> because I'd say this much, Ubre would be wild out there in Philly, and and I I honestly I do believe that he would sign on long term. Um, he's talked highly about the the team, um, and how he just feels so he he feels like he he's able to just play his, like his true self out there. Well, I I think we're kind of like the first winning team he's been a part of. Too. He had Charlotte before. I mean, they had a good season one. They you had know one what I mean. Like, right, right. No, no, no. No, I'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm going through like the teams that he, he played for. He was with them. Golden State when they weren't good. Right. And then Phoenix when they weren't good. Yeah. So, and then the Wizards, which um, my point is, I agree. I, I personally would like to have him on a multi-year deal. Coming back, he's young yeah. enough. He plays a great role. He 26 got, years old. Him and Max, in particular, seems like have a really good relationship, which is huge. Uh, he's the type of guy that he he can do a lot, and he could be you know we can start him at times. He can come off the bench at times. I you know I think he plays both both those roles really well. Yep. Um. So he's someone that yeah. I mean I and I think I think he likes Philly. So uh, obviously we got to see more to come right, here. Right. You know. Right. Right. Um. But I, he's definitely so far that is such an underrated move that Maury did this under the radar that people just. Totally disregarded. You know, it was late in the season too, so everyone just had that sour taste. And my Harden was just such a cancer. So nothing that we did could have possibly like. Had- and that goes back to like the unselfish play because right. even though Harden has taught, I mean, there's there's stories from te- from Maxi where he says that Harden essentially like taught him how to go ahead and build his confidence up and step up and you know be like fuck. He right. he, he he has a story where he said um, that. James Harden said to him, he was like, well, when we're on the court and the ball comes to you, he says, sometimes you just got to say, fuck them and just go and do your thing. And, um, you know, it, it's right now with the way that the season's going on, I don't want to trade. Um, there's great depth that we have, especially with, at the, you know, um, at the five position. I think having Marcus Morris down there, having Mo Bamba down there. Um, Greed. Paul Reed, especially, yeah, I mean, down there, that I can't believe I completely like skipped over Paul Reed. Um, that's definitely, I mean, Paul Reed has definitely like flourished under under Nick Nurse as well. It seems like Nick Nurse knows how to how to go ahead and get the most out of these big men. Um, it showed when he was in Toronto with with obviously um, Pascal with with I mean, Precious Achua had this you know year. some great yeah. some some great years and went out under him too. He maximizes their skill set. Yeah. Um, so I think with, with, I think we're all on the same page that with the Sixers, we'd like it to just stick at, stick to what it, to, to what it is right now. Um, maybe in the off season, let's go ahead and let's see what we have. I will say this, just sign Pat Bev to another multi, multi-year contract too. 
and mainly because he has the the Pat Bev podcast. You cannot have that man in another city, and then he's doing a podcast with someone that's from Philly, and then also, I think he just he he just he 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 fits Philly. He he should just retire Sixer. Him and Ubre in particular, I definitely want back next year. I think. Um... I, I'd probably take Morris back too. He just got the key. Marcus city. Morris better come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, if you're going to be here for like a part of a season, then this is a little odd. But um, I'm thinking maybe there's more to it. We'll see. I, and and honestly, that was another signing that probably should have been here sooner than than this year. But it definitely hey, was. Yeah. It's here. He's here now. He's here now. So, uh, next team that I have uh, on my list is uh, the Warriors. Yeah. So. They need to make a move in some fashion. Everybody knows the Warriors being the Splash Brothers. You have, you know, Draymond there and all this excitement and whatnot. But um, there needs to be a, a big, a big change with with that team, and more in particular, I think Clay. I think Clay needs to definitely go. Um, yeah. He needs a new home. He he needs a new scenery think... if he wants to continue playing. Because I've heard flurries that he might just say chalk it up and, and retire. Um, That's what I've heard as well. Um, there's a lot of people that think that after his comments that he had when with his meeting with uh, with Steve Kerr that he he may hang it up as well as Draymond as well. Um, there needs to be definitely some change because they have Jonathan Kaminga there that could definitely be somebody that that could uh, help them out. And then there's another player. Oh, Moses Moody. Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody need to go ahead and get, I think, a lot more playing time because they need to go ahead and figure out what they have with them. If you don't understand, if you don't, like, looking at this team right now, it's a bunch of vets that, besides Steph, Steph obviously is going to be the, he's going to be the continuation of just obviously being a difference maker. You put him out there, forget it. Like he, he, you're you're good, but Chris Paul, Wiggins, Wiggins, Sarich, Looney, Looney. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not looking at this team and thinking, ooh, like we're mm-hmm. about to go ahead and well ourselves a good game tonight. Yeah. So this season, I think's just answer your point. They're 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 twelfth in the West. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think the season's lost for the most part. I mean, the one thing I'll say is Curry has proven he has a lot left in the tank, right? He's going to yeah. be in the NBA for, at, I'd say, a minimum at least another five years. I agree. Uh, and because of his shooting, if he wanted to, probably longer. Yeah. But um, they they need to give him another run, is my opinion, right? You, they can put something together here in the future, you know, that, that can compete, I think. Um. I agree, Clay. I mean, they're not they're either going to have that money off the books or, you know, that they they can trade him for something potentially because yeah. he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. Draymond I think has to go too. I th- I think that I think Draymond needs to hang it up. I, I mean, th- he he might have to in general. I don't know who's going to want him. In I know I know that he talked about that on his podcast too and how he had to talk with Adam Silver and Adam Silver was like, "Oh, you're, you're making rash decisions." I, I I think I think Draymond needs to hang it up. I think he's right. I think I don't think honestly I think Draymond have is going to have a hard time anywhere else he goes at this stage of his career. I mean he he basically would have to like I think like and like just 
be a bench player somewhere, basically. Just the only be a, place be... that I would see him going to, the Lakers. And honestly, because him and, yeah. him and LeBron are friends. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't. I agree with you. I don't see another team. Obviously, there would be a team that would pick him up, but I don't see him doing well with another team. Now, the only team I will say, Eric Spolstra seems to figure things out with a player. He knows how to go ahead and let me let me go ahead and throw you in here for ten minutes, and it'll make a difference with this with this team. You might not get all the stats in the world, but at the end of the day, the team's going to win, and that's what matters, right? So he fits kind of that. Yeah, I, I think he mold. does. I think he does. He kind of fits the mold. Um, so I think we we both agree. I think Clay Thompson. We would, uh, you know, they they definitely have to move Clay Thompson. I, they really need to go ahead and have a they have, they have to have a big man over there. Oh, for sure. I mean, that, that looking at Clay's this right never now, never been able to have someone he can have an elite pick and roll game with, you know, a two man game with, and and I think that would be huge for them. Something else, real quick, not roster related. I I, I think they should move on from Steve Kerr too. Not that I think Steve Kerr's not a good team, a good, good coach. Good, good yeah. coach. I think he's one of the the best coaches in the league. Yeah. But it's just stale now, yeah. you know? And I, I just think it, after a while, like, I think Myers left, and I just think it's time for him to leave. So there's not that clouded, you yep. know, of from before in the past. And someone can come in here, have a vision of a, a future with Curry from here on out. Yeah. Looking at this, actually, because going talking, um, you know, we have, spoiler alert, we have Pacers on our, on our list as well. Um, but I'm thinking about this, like, Miles Turner. Turner going to Golden State. I think that would actually be a great fit with with Steph. That's a step in the right direction. The yeah. pick and roll play. Oh he can my! Pick and pop. And he can roll. Yeah, he's a good defender. No, that's exactly the type of player that because they need a big man. That they need a big sure. man. This, you know, having having Larry uh, Marketing maybe could be someone they could target. Um, yeah, I kind of want marketing in Philly though. <laughs> like you, oh, you got I me mean, sold. You had me sold onto that. Like, he's one of the only for, trades I'd be okay with bit. this year, personally. Yeah, they just need somebody else other than Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, maybe Cat if they don't figure it out again. Um, I mean, as, as long as as long as they're first and I know now West, I, know. I think that they're they're going to keep him and Anthony Edwards together. Um, um, anything I would say Rudy Gobert, but. Gobert's that's just, not what you want. No. That's not what we're talking about here. That's that's not a that's not a difference maker in, in in our opinion. I think I think Miles Turner really does make that that difference for that team, um, or even Clint Capella. Yeah. Clint Capella. I mean, I know he he's, would work. I know what you mean. Clint Capella has had a long road in the league. Now he's he, a good he's a good quality player. Good he is quality center. He is. He is. So those are just a few a few names to to throw out there. I think uh, for the Warriors now. Thinking about the Pacers, the Pacers are another team that um, they're also in the news with being in a talks with the Raptors for Pascal. For Pascal. Um, if looking at this roster, this team would be pretty dangerous if they were to get Pascal. Now, I'm curious what they would have to give up. Right. Um, because you're having Tyrese. Now, I don't know if Miles is going to stay there, if he would be included in that trade. But mm-hmm. let's say that he were to stay there. Then you have Tyrese, Miles, Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. And then Matherin's a good young guy. Uh, Bruce Brown's a good vet. Obi Tobin, yeah, th- I mean their te- their team's good enough and coming. I, Obi Tobin, I, I mean, I I know that he got he 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 got tra- was it traded there or was he the a, Knicks? I think he was he a free sign, agent. Was he, he a free agent? There from yeah. the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks didn't sign him back. Um, 
I was actually shocked about that. That was one of those teams I was I was very shocked about him going to. But I mean, hey, good good for it seems him. Seems like it's been a good fit. It's been a it's been a great fit. Um, I mean, they got T.J. McConnell there. That's a team that I think could benefit from pass gap. I, I you know I'm what just I mean? curious what would they give up because I think Bruce Brown would be a player that they could probably give up. Maybe Bruce Brown, uh, buddy. Um, uh, yeah, buddy's always been on the on 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 the trading block, kind of. So buddy, maybe I think buddy's from Brown, buddy from Toronto. Some picks. Um, is he? Is is he? Um, where's he? No, I'm sorry. He's from the Bahamas. <laughs> what the heck? I got that completely wrong. That's a complete uh, uh temperature change. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Turner maybe would have to be in the deal. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe they get more than pass. Unless they back. have like I trade, mean, unless they have like um picks, because looking at them right now in the standings, they're in fourth place. They, if they if they make a trade for for Pascal, that yeah, no, they're a team. I think it propels them for sure. I that's a team that I I just what would... about let's see. And looking at the standings right now, if the if the playoffs were to start tomorrow. This is actually this would be exciting because you would have the Celtics versus the Magic. The Magics are not the slouch. They're um, playing good ball. They're playing very good Manchero's ball. Is a good, good yep. Paolo yeah. Paolo's doing really good, doing uh, really good omens work down there. The Heat are quietly sneaky. So yeah. the Knicks Bucks are playing better basketball too now with OG. Yeah. So the Bucks and then the Heat that would be just a rematch again of last year and right. I mean that. It that's just goes good. back and forth with with those two. You have the Knicks and the Sixers. That's a matchup I don't want to see. Right now, I don't want to see them see because it's tougher now. It's it's very tough. Mm-hmm. Seven game series. I do think that I we think we, we beat them, them this year. If they keep that core with Brunson, um, OG, and um, Randall, it could. I mean, I think Randall could get a new change of scenery, and they could. Plug in somebody else there. Yeah, I've heard he could. You know, he's someone that they could they could move on with. Um, just having someone curious what what they do. Yeah, but that would be a t- that's a team that that does give me. Uh, I, I just scratch my head because of the, or they frustrate me. They're like that that pesky team. I call it that pesky. I, I say that a lot. Where it's like the team that just like bugs the fuck out of you. Randall to the to um, Golden State for Clay and. Something. I don't hate it. I don't hate that I don't at all. Hate it either. You like, have like, you have Randall, but no. But this is the thing, though, is that Randall is essentially playing the same position as Draymond. So what do you? Well, is Draymond is Draymond even back? Is he coming back? I think Draymond has been playing. So I saw that he practiced. Uh, that he came back on the twelfth to practice. So I guess you'd be running those two at the four and five. Randall Wiggins, I, like I, I guess that doesn't work. Yeah. I guess I mean more so next year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. No, that that's a that's a good that's a good landing spot. Um, you're right, though, right? And then this matchup, I personally think that Cavs and Pacers. I think Cavs and Pacers would be a good matchup, but I think the Pacers would. I, I, I think the Pacers would sweep them. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that, dude. The only reason why is that the Pacers now the Cavs. Cavs at least have a little playoff experience where the Pacers don't. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Um, I agree. I think the Pacers would win. Cavs are another team that I the know Pacers remind me of that team that can go up on you 
by 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 thirty, and and you just won't come. You won't come back. Um, but Amani Bates, um, I I completely forgot that he's on their roster. Um, so I mean, I think he's on the G League right now. But I think if he is he on the G League or is he in their on their? I think he's been on the active roster. Yeah, he is actually on their active roster. Yeah, so he's one that I mean, like going back to what I always talk about is depth. Him and Darius Garland. I like their I like Darius Garland out over there right now. Oh, yeah, Mobley. Um, I know that they're talking about Mitchell possibly being on the trading block, but I I think that they ride that out because you gotta you I think you more so need to go ahead and figure out like this Isaiah Coro probably go ahead and throw him out there for a trade. Um, Coro and Allen. Yeah. No, I think Jared Allen fits there. I think Jared Allen does well there. Um, maybe. Maybe Damian Jones. Damian Jones and Isaac Isaac Okoro, figure figure something to to go ahead and get for them. What are they gonna get for that? I don't know. I'm just saying, like maybe you just you just figure that out. Figure out what you can. Yeah, I mean, Damian Jones is only <laughs> averaging a point and a half. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, I think they'd have to give up someone like Allen and Okoro to get a, a player that's gonna put them off of you know the pedestal a little bit here. Yeah, I, yeah. It's we'll say it's gonna be interesting at the deadline if anyone does a move. Um, I mean, we're we're approaching, we're approaching All Star break mm-hmm. coming up next um, next month, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited for. Which, if you're a Sixers fan, vote Maxi, vote Joel. Maxi better make it. I've seen his name on the list. Let's look at the, let's look at the current All Star. Voting standings. And Halliburton, they should be lost. Halliburton has him, has, currently has him. He's um, averaging like a gazillion assist. So Eastern Conference right now, Tyrese is five. Tyrese, you got Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey. I think I got Maxi over a few of them, but I got Maxi over Trey. I got Maxi honestly over Donovan too. I'll give him Lillard. Yeah, but seniority. But when when I when I saw this the other day, I completely forgot about you know how strong the guards are right now in in the East. You got you got good you got some good players there. So, um, but yeah, so it's gonna be interest interesting coming up. Um, with the All Star break, I just hope that Daryl Morey keeps the team as as they are. I mean, if he does make a trade, I'm just curious to what he what he he does like move. Um, personally, I don't want don't want him to move anything. Not e- not even like draft picks because we haven't had draft picks really these past few years. So, um, I I honestly I think if anything, it's a small tiny move to get maybe an, another bench piece, whatever maybe that would a buyout be. player. But that was the other thing I say is we have the type of team that that is attractive for a player like that. So I think we might be very much in the mix more than we have in years past. Yeah. So more to come. We shall see. But everybody, thank y'all for a great episode. Let's go ahead and cheers.
Have a great weekend, fam. Do something good for yourself. And if you're not doing anything, even if you want to give up drinking like us, you can still crack a cold one. You can just go for the Coca-Cola. Nice little, I don't know, whatever you want to drink. But cold have a great weekend, guys. See you next Until week. next time. All right. Until next time. <laughs>